0: You know, when the body is inflamed, it's very, very hard to lose weight. This is one of the biggest reasons why people can't lose weight It's just being inflamed. And My name is Renee
1: and I'm Lauren. We are the biohacker babes. We're sisters and we're joining forces to empower you to become your own biohacker and upgrade your life.
0: The Biohacker Babes podcast aims to provide insight into the body's natural healing abilities, strengthen your intuition, and empower you with techniques and modalities to optimize your health and wellness, because life is too short to not feel your best every single day. Thank you for joining
1: us and welcome to the show.
0: Welcome to episode 96 of the Biohacker Babes podcast. I'm Renee and I'm here with my sister Lauren. Hello, hello. Hello. Yes, today is just the babes. We are bringing a super popular topic to conversation today. We are going to be talking about weight loss. We've gotten so many requests about this topic that we are going to talk about it again. (laughs) So, today we are going to focus a little bit more on weight loss supplements because we have had some requests on that. Now, this is a really tricky topic because there are some great weight loss supplements on the market that we do love and support. But at the end of the day, weight loss does come back to your lifestyle. We can't say that enough. It is so important that you're focusing on tuning into the personal diet that you need to be on, you know, focusing on exercise, getting enough sleep, managing your stress. You need to be doing all of these things first. But then If you want to upgrade your weight loss program from there, then you can use these supplements. And we're gonna go through our top five today. We are gonna kind of cover five different categories of supplements and five specific ingredients that we really like. Um, Do know that there are some more products out there, but we wanna focus on the top five
1: today. Yeah, I think just to double down on that, if your body is under stress, if your physiological load is high, if your stress bucket is full, which you've mentioned before, these things are not going to work. There's no magic pill and just sort of like a general thing to remember when your body's under stress, when you're in a sympathetic state, or if you're sympathetic dominant, your body is only focused on survival. So fat loss is going to be the last thing that your body is concerned with because your body's just trying to get through the day and to ward off these threats that are in the environment whether they're emotional stressors, physical stressors, environmental, like we're, we got a lot of stuff flying at us, especially in the last year and some change. So just reiterating, there's no magic pill. (laughs) Always come back to the basics.
0: Yeah. So our top five, just to throw these out to you real quick. So our top five are berberine, green tea extract, L-carnitine, creatine, and CLA or conjugated linoleic acid. So those are the five we're going to be covering today, but we want to do a quick run through of the lifestyle strategies again. And if you want to dive deeper into those, we definitely recommend you go back and check out episode 19 that we did a while ago, uh, called troubleshooting weight loss. So we talk about these strategies a little bit more in depth. So to kick it off, like Lauren said, you have to reduce stress. So remember you can't burn fat when your cortisol is elevated. So definitely focus on managing stress, whatever way you can. We also recommend doing the Dutch test if you want to actually see what's going on with cortisol in the body. So we can look at free cortisol in relation to cortisone, also your cortisol rhythm throughout the day. So that can be really helpful to fine tune that.
1: Yeah. I don't want to go down too much of a rabbit hole, but looking at the Dutch test and your preference for cortisol versus cortisone can be a really good indication of what's happening. If there is a higher preference for cortisol, it usually means some inflammation in the body. And that means your body is really in that fight or flight state. And so again, you're not going to be concerned with fat burning. So that's a really great indication and things that we can look at through the Dutch test. That's why we always come back to testing tests. Don't guess our favorite. <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
0: And another thing you can test is your blood sugar. So controlling blood sugar is so important for we're going to say this a million times, for overall health, right? We know blood sugar impacts everything in the body, but definitely with weight loss. because So how the body works is when we consume glucose or carbohydrates, protein, anything that's turning into glucose in the body, the pancreas is then releasing insulin. We need that. Insulin is a life-saving hormone. It's very important, but it's also a fat storage hormone. So it actually tells your cells to store fat and actually prevent stored fat from being released and burned. So if it's chronically high, that can be a problem for weight loss. Also high blood Mm -hmm. blood glucose levels interfere with leptin in the body. So leptin is that important hormone that tells us That we're full and we can stop eating. So if leptin is not working optimally, we're going to always feel hungry. And obviously the more hungry you are, the more you eat, the more you're going to gain weight, right? That makes perfect sense.
1: Yeah. And that's so common for people to have those altered levels of hunger satiety hormones, especially implicated with any sleep disorders, if you're not getting quality sleep. And I know that's so frustrating for people. They're like, I eat and then I'm immediately hungry again. I hear that so often.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You can't overlook those hormones. And so, one of the categories we're going to talk about today is blood sugar. So, we're only going to talk about berberine, but there are other things that you can take to help control blood sugar. But again, goes back to diet first. Numero trace, move your body, right? So, the more we are moving, the better we can, well, do so many things. Obviously, burn calories. That's a simple one.
1: <laughs> <What>?
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it's also going to help to you know, shuttle glucose into the muscles. You know, obviously, a lot of benefit with that.
1: Yeah. I love the excuse that it's not an excuse. It's important that we know this, but I hear also all the time, like, but it's 80% diet. Does movement really matter? Yeah, it matters. And I also don't really know where that percentage came from. I think it's really personal. Depends on where your homeostatic load is in the body, what your inputs are. So movement is always essential.
0: Okay. Next up, hydrate and eat with the sun. So couple of things here. So obviously staying hydrated. It's amazing how many people are actually dehydrated on a daily basis. This is like one of the most simple mm-hmm. things that we need to be hydrated and be not just consuming enough water, but enough minerals to make sure our cells are staying hydrated. And then, um, also falling in line with the sun. So supporting your circadian rhythm is also really, really helpful here. Sleep. So we know if you're sleep deprived, it throws off the leptin and ghrelin hormones that we just talked about, but it also makes us more hungry, makes us crave more carbs, more sugar, more caffeine, all things that are going to obviously cause weight gain. So optimize your sleep. That's super, super important. And then controlling inflammation. So Lauren briefly mentioned, you know, when the body is inflamed, it's very, very hard to lose weight. This is one of the biggest reasons why people can't lose weight is just being inflamed. And there's so many causes for that. I'm not gonna go down that rabbit hole. We talk about that in most of our episodes. So making sure you're controlling inflammation in the body balancing hormones. So especially, you know, our sex hormones, estrogen, testosterone, progesterone, you want to be testing these and making sure these are in line because even with the perfect diet, perfect exercise, all of that, if your hormones are out of balance, it's going to be really hard. And that can be so many different ratios, right? Low testosterone, low progesterone, et cetera, high estrogen. So definitely tune into more of our hormonal episodes if you want to go down that path.
1: And I love that you mentioned one of the most common ones first, low testosterone. So many women are like, I don't need testosterone. That's a male hormone. You do need it. And a lot of women have low testosterone. And that's really critical for maintaining muscle mass, which is going to help with weight loss, with fat burning. It is a critical component of our metabolism. So always it's about balance and the relativity of hormones to each other. Absolutely.
0: Great. All right. A couple other hacks you just kind of mentioned. So maintaining muscle, right? With testosterone, that's really important, but strength training. So especially women, don't be afraid to lift heavy weights. We need to be doing that. The more muscle we have, the more calories we can burn when we're resting, we're sitting, we're doing nothing. (laughs) So strength training, building muscle is really important. Um, pre-breakfast fasted cardio. This can be helpful for weight loss. So We would recommend more like steady state cardio. So if you are going to do this fasted workout, don't go and do like a high intensity interval training, maybe like a CrossFit class or a spin class. Don't like go crazy, but just maybe like 30 minutes of a light jog or walk or yoga, something like that, where you're in that fasted state where you're burning fat for fuel, but you're also at the same time, not taxing out your adrenals and, um, you know, making yourself exhausted for the rest of the day. Uh, postprandial mm-hmm. walk, this ties back into blood sugar. So just a 20 to 30 minute, like leisurely walk after a meal in the perfect world, you would do this after every meal. But I think for most people, it's probably more ideal after like lunch or dinner, depending on your work schedule, but just that.
1: I wish I had time for that to walk after every meal.
0: <laughs> I know, I know. Right. That would be great. So what that does is it just helps with your, again, your blood sugar regulation, which is going to help with weight loss. Cold exposure, we talk about this more in episode 19, but using cold exposure can be really helpful. So something as simple as a cold shower, maybe cryotherapy, this just helps to uh, increase fat burning in the body. And the last thing that kind of ties into that is something we learned from Ben Greenfield. He calls it the strike, stroll, and shiver. So strike is where you're drinking something that's going to increase thermogenesis in the body, maybe a cup of black coffee or green tea. And then you go for a stroll that could literally be a walk or a light jog or yoga, kind of like the things I was saying with the other cardio. And then you end with shiver, and that's your cold exposure. So uh, an example would be you drink a cup of black coffee do a 30 minute walk, come home, do three minute cold shower. That would be an example. So great for
1: thermogenesis in the body. So some fun biohacks. Yeah, I love that sack. And we did talk about a lot of these lifestyle strategies in episode 19. Whoa, that's a throwback. But season one, we spent a lot of our time just covering a lot of basics. So I would definitely revisit that if you need to do a deeper dive on any of the items that we just listed. We want to get to the supplements that is our meat and potatoes of this episode, but you know, we always have to do this disclaimer. It has to come back to lifestyle strategies. We have to reduce our stress make sure we're doing all of the basics before we purchase and open those bottles. So now that I've said that, (laughs) we're going to come back to these five supplements. We'll say them a couple of times, berberine, green tea extract, L-carnitine, creatine, and CLA. So we're gonna break down the mechanisms of each, but we've kind of categorized them based on their mechanism of action or what they're actually doing in the body. So number one, berberine, that is for blood sugar. This is just hugely implicated as Rode mentioned before, but berberine specifically, we picked this one because we think we have it has the most clinical correlation and success through studies. Um, we also have used it personally. So historically has been pretty successful. Berberine, the compound is an alkaloid that's extracted from various plants. It's very widely used in traditional Chinese medicine, and it acts upon your insulin. It can actually reduce insulin resistance and improve your biomarkers that would be implicated in type 2 diabetes, such as fasting glucose, your glycolated hemoglobin, which if you get a lab workup from your doctor is your HbA1c, really important of... Uh, to see how your blood sugar is doing over time, whereas fasting glucose may be a little more immediate. And you know that doing a CGM test or a finger prick is gonna be extremely immediate. Uh, That's a really great way to see how berberine is actually affecting your blood sugar levels. I had to, sorry, quick side note, I had to take a steroid last year, which I was really fighting doing, but we know steroids affect your glucose. My glucose shot up so high. And so I was dosing with a lot of berberine to bring it back down and it worked really well. So Mm -hmm. it actually has been shown to be equally as effective as taking metformin. Metformin is that diabetes drug. Um, a lot of biohackers take this, but I think there's some other side effects that maybe we don't really want to dive into. We don't really want to get involved with. I think it's always better to come back to natural sources, especially plant sources. So we really like berberine for this, dihydroberberine specifically, which our friend, Sean Wells is a big proponent of, and he formulates this. It actually is a little more successful because it bypasses a step in the GI tract. So we always want to get something that's going to be the most bioavailable that is, you know, reducing all of the steps of having to go through all the metabolic processes so you can actually get the active compound. So dihydroberberine is sort of like your fastest route.
0: Yeah. And at the end, we'll share a couple companies that you can get these from as well, but yeah. Great. All right. So that wraps up blood sugar our next category is a way to increase thermogenesis in the body so you want to think of that as like heat production so more heat production more calorie burning and so for this category we picked green tea extract and i think if you go to the grocery store and or health food store and pick up a weight loss supplement you're going to see green tea extract a lot this is a pretty popular one Um, we found a couple of really cool studies. Um, actually there was a meta analysis of green tea consumption where they found that a cup of green tea is likely causative of approximately 5.7 grams of body fat to be burned. That's a good amount. That's a lot. Yeah. (laughs) We'll take it. Yeah. And I mean, it's a natural compound, which is great. And so this is really coming from um, the catechins and the caffeine that are found in green tea, that that's what's really playing the role in increasing energy metabolism, which is therefore leading to weight loss. The main ingredient here is EGCG. So it's the most abundant catechin found in green tea. It's also a polyphenol. And do I dare try and say what it is? (laughs) Epigallocatechin gallate. (laughs)
1: You did it. That's why we say EGCG. That's just, you're going to even see that on labels. It's easier. Acronyms in the health world is just the greatest gift. Yes. (laughs) Way too many letters and syllables. Yeah. So look for EGCG. There we
0: go. Um, And then another really interesting study we came across was after 12 weeks of high dose EGCG treatment, the treatment group saw significant weight loss as well as decreases in BMI. So that's your body mass index, as well as waist circumference. So great research showing the benefits there.
1: Yeah. In addition to supplementation, I think just drinking green tea can be helpful. There's so many benefits from green tea. Um, It's also a great alternative to drinking coffee, especially if you are sensitive to caffeine later in the day. You know, if I need a little boost, a cup of green tea is a great choice. So some options there with supplementation and then also just doing green tea. Of course, we want the cleanest source possible because a lot of tea bags have been bleached and who knows what's in there. Mold, microbes, metals. So that's why we love peak tea. Yes. Peak tea is amazing. Very Scroll down, check the show notes. You can check out peak tea.
0: So the takeaway for this one is really we're increasing thermogenesis. Like I said, that's the heat production in the body, therefore leading to better energy metabolism.
1: So that is green tea extract. Great. And that is a perfect segue into our next category, which is fatty acid oxidation, which is also a component of energy metabolism. And the supplement that we are talking about here is L-carnitine. So L-carnitine is an amino acid derivative produced by the body from our essential amino acids, lysine and methionine. We have to get it for our diet, but we also need to have proper metabolism of this. I mean, we could be intaking carnitine, but there are reasons why it would potentially not be metabolized correctly and then be shuttled into the mitochondria for proper energy metabolism. So we can't talk about L-carnitine or carnitine without talking about the carnitine shuttle. So carnitine is an essential nutrient that transports fat into your mitochondria, and that's where it's transformed into energy. So when your body needs more ATP, that's our natural source of energy, and insulin is also low, our body's going to start to liberate our free fatty acids from fat stores. That's why we have fat storage so that we can have energy without taking in glucose or eating a carbohydrate, your body always has these natural stores. So they start to mobilize, but then it has to attach to carnitine so they can be shuttled across the mitochondrial membrane. So that's the process that I started talking about before. That's our beta oxidation, that's our fatty acid oxidation. Some things to note here, it's really dependent on methylation. I know you have heard us talk about methylation on the show before. If you have the genetic step, this is just a popular one, MTHFR, you could have a, a potential variation in your methylation. So maybe you're intaking lysine, but you're not able to metabolize it into carnitine. So if you have that genetic step or you have this deficiency, that could lead to mitochondrial dysfunction. And when we're talking about weight loss, if you can't get carnitine in the cells, you're going to have trouble with fat burning. You're also going to have trouble with energy production, making energy. So you could feel really tired. You could have weight loss resistance. And this is something that we can see really easily on an organic acids test, which is a urine test. We have, there's a bunch of markers for fatty acid oxidation, like subaric and sebaceic acid, ethylmalonic, malonic, acid. Those are all implicated in weight loss resistance. So We need to make sure that you're getting that carnitine, that you're getting that metabolism from the other essential amino acids. And I would say something really important to note here is that carnitine is derived from the Latin word "carnis," which means flesh. That's where we get the carnivore diet from because carnitine is really present in animal foods. So for people that are on a plant-based vegetarian or vegan diet, it's very common to have a deficiency in carnitine. Just put that in the back of your brains. (laughs) So we need carnitine. I do think it is essential to get these amino acids and you're going to get them the most easily from animal foods. Of course, you can supplement, but we always, we always, always suggest getting real foods. I think the big takeaway here is that we are designed to be fat burning machines, but a lot of us have mitochondrial dysfunction that is rampant because of all the toxins in our environment, in our foods, because of our depleted soil from our emotional stress, like our mitochondria, which makes energy. It's really kind of screwed up. So really important to do some genetic testing, know your nutrient status. Uh B vitamins are major cofactors here and then maybe doing something like an organic acid test. If you are really struggling with weight loss, I would suggest doing organic acids just to make sure you don't have any dysfunction in this fatty acid oxidation. Great. Wow, awesome information. I don't know if
0: anyone else is kind of picturing like this little like carnitine bus It's like, yes, driving into (laughs) the cell, (laughs) (laughs) like, uh, what was that show when we were kids? Magic school
1: bus. Yeah. Miss Frizzle is driving the carnitine shuttle. Yes. Yep. And if you have acetyl L carnitine, the acetylated version, it's going to help get across that blood brain barrier. So Miss Frizzle has the acetyl L carnitine. (laughs) We're making energy. Great. All right. (laughs) I'm going to go,
0: I'm going to go eat some meat and get my
1: carnitine in. Oh yeah.
0: (laughs) All right. So next category is all about how to maintain lean muscle mass. So like I mentioned, the more muscle we have, the more calories we can burn when we're just sitting around, which is really helpful. So the question is, how do we maintain this lean muscle mass? Obviously, working out, lifting weights is very, very helpful for that. But the nutrient we want to talk about here is creatine. So this is a molecule produced in the body from amino acids. It's primarily made in the liver as well as the kidneys and pancreas. And I think some people have maybe heard of creatine and it's gotten a little bit of a bad rep because there's been some poor quality creatine on the market and they think, Mm -hmm. oh, it's going to damage my kidneys. So yes, this is one you do want to be really, really careful about um, as far as quality. But um, also, so creatine, so it stores high energy phosphate groups in the form of phosphocreatine, which are then donated to ADP then regenerating it to ATP, which is our primary energy carrier in the body. So again, it goes back to that energy creation in the body. So ATP is what is fueling that. So here, creatine is really beneficial to use actually in in conjunction with resistance exercise. So don't think you can just take a scoop of creatine and lay on the couch. We do see better, uh, more benefit when we use it with resistance exercise. So go lift some weights. You can take creatine right before or right after your workout um, there is a little bit of like a kind of creatine load. So some people will actually just take creatine in the morning and then work out later in the day. Like you don't have to time it perfectly, but, um, mm, it's good but to know. getting it within that day. This We didn't want to give away any dosing for the products because it really varies from person to person. But creatine is one where five grams per day seems to be pretty good across the board. But again, high quality. So we'll recommend some products at the end where you can get that. Um, And then there's, I mean, there's other benefits from creatine. So we see better brain function, better energy, all these other things. But today we're really focusing on how to uh, keep that lean muscle mass. The big takeaway here, muscle burns fat. So ladies don't be afraid to put on a little bit of muscle. It's a good thing. We need that for (laughs) longevity. Um, But that muscle burning fat, again, goes back to that thermogenesis in the body.
1: Yeah. Ladies need muscle. And also we just need to not be afraid of creatine. I think the bodybuilding world has made a lot of women say, Ooh, not for me. Yes. So don't be scared of it. <laughs> Great. Final category here, fat mobilization. And our supplement of choice is CLA, conjugated linoleic acid. This is a fun one. So CLA is a unique polyunsaturated fatty acid. And it's only found on a few dietary sources. So the mechanism here is that we're mobilizing fat stores by working with our body's enzymes. You guys know what enzymes are. They essentially generate chemical reactions. They allow reactions to happen. And as we age, we produce less and less enzymes. So enzymes in general are a good thing to supplement with because they just enhance all of these metabolic processes. So CLA is gonna work with your body's enzymes to mobilize your fat stores, which of course is going to help with healthy body composition. At the same time, it's it's reducing oxidation by increasing antioxidant enzymes. So if you have a lot of oxidative stress, we always want to balance. You know, we don't want too much antioxidation. We also don't want too much oxidation. Somewhere in between. There's some research that it can acutely decrease blood glucose, which that's our number one. Lastly, this can be really helpful in preserving lean muscle mass. If, uh, for say, if we're looking at obese patients that are on a fat loss program after losing fat, they could also be losing muscle mass. We always want to preserve muscle mass, right? That's our fat burner. Um, so CLA has actually been shown to preserve that lean mass. So you can maintain while you shed the fat, mobilize, shed the fat. Cool. So we have fat mobilization Just going to run through these, in reverse fat mobilization. We have our fatty acid oxidation, which is going to help with fat burning and energy production. We have our thermogenesis so increasing the thermic effect in the body and blood sugar control. Did I skip one? And oh, lean, muscle mass. lean muscle mass, we need yes. the muscle mass. So those are uh, five major categories, and then we actually kind of picked out some of our favorite supplements that will compound some of these supplements, or if you want to isolate them, again, again, disclaimer, make sure you're doing the basics, never jump to a supplement, but I have to say a lot of these we have tried, and if you're doing all of the right lifestyle strategies, they can be really helpful. You want to kick us off, Renee?
0: Yeah, let's run through a couple of these great products. Uh, Number one, so looking at dihydroberberine, um, one of the words you can look for uh, when shopping for the supplement is glucovantage. But one brand that we like is the Genius brand. They have a product called Genius Blood Sugar. So that's gonna be a great way to support your blood sugar. Also in that category, Biotrust IC5, this is going to help with blood sugar as well. So it has chromium berberine, there you go again, cinnamon bark extract, cinnamon's a great blood sugar regulator as well, and then a couple other ingredients. So we like that one because it's all thrown into one product, keep it really easy for blood sugar control.
1: Yeah. And we took this a very long time ago.
0: Like 10 years ago we started. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, dad introduced it to us and we didn't realize at the time that it was Sean Wells's product. (laughs) Yes. And this was long before we started testing our own blood sugar. We didn't realize at this time how important blood sugar regulation was, but I saw results from this. I felt like that I was a little bit more carb tolerant. I felt like I had better energy. didn't have any crashes from, you know, glucose spikes and drops. So It's funny, it's full circle. We had them on the podcast and now we're all about the blood sugar. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've actually even had some
0: diabetic patients take this and it's been amazing for their blood sugar. So awesome. Yeah, Um, one more for blood sugar. So Designs for Health has a product called Chromium Synergy. So obviously the main ingredient here is chromium. Chromium is an interesting one. So as we were diving through the research on this, we found that really the benefits for uh, for chromium and blood sugar are more for diabetic patients. So Mm -hmm. if your blood sugar is a little bit more controlled, chromium didn't have as big of an impact. But diabetics, the research is really, really profound. So something to consider there. Uh, Next up, green tea. So one product where you can get a concentrated form of green tea is Premier Research Labs Green Tea ND. I think they said like one teaspoon is like 50 cups of green tea, but there's no caffeine in it. So you're just getting that very concentrated uh, polyphenols in that drink. Or go to the grocery store and get some organic green tea or even better, the peak tea that we mentioned. And that's P-I-Q-U-E. So definitely want to be careful of quality of tea, but go ahead and have a cup of green tea. You'll get that benefit there. Can't hurt. Yeah. Designs for Health also has a great product called Thermo Effects which is, I mean, think about it, thermoregulation, thermogenesis. So this is a a couple different compounds that are gonna increase that fat burning mechanism in the body. And they even have a program, which is the weight loss support packets. It comes with three packets in the box that you take each day, and you're getting a good variety of things that are increasing that thermogenesis, but also controlling blood sugar and some basic nutrients in the body. So that's a pretty cool kit that they have made. All right. Carnitine. So there's a lot of carnitine supplements on the market. One that we specifically really like is also from Designs for Health. It's called Ribocarniclear, And the reason we like this is it's not just the carnitine, but they also go ahead and include vitamin B2, riboflavin, with vitamin B5. So you're getting a lot of those cofactors that Lauren mentioned. You also get these when you eat red meat. So hey, you're getting the B vitamins and the carnitine in your meat, but the supplement is including all three, which is really cool. All right, and then creatine. So quality really matters. The only one I'm gonna even recommend here is Keon creatine. I really trust it, Ben Greenfield, I know has done his research on this and I feel comfortable recommending that. So Keon creatine, Uh, one scoop is your five grams. So really easy to dose that out. And then next up, CLA, so our conjugated linoleic acid. Uh Designs for Health has a product which is just the concentrated CLA, really easy. And then back to Biotrust, the one we mentioned before. I love the name of this. It's called Belly Trim because we know CLA is connected to burning belly fat. So they went ahead and just said belly trim. I think that's a cool name. <laughs> um, Marketing success. Yes. Um, that's another one that's an oldie and a goodie. We've been we've had that around for a long time. And then finally, kian lean. So this is a little bit different because all the ingredients in here we didn't include in our top five, but they all work really well for controlling blood sugar and supporting weight loss, hence the name kian lean. So this has um, a type of ginseng, a type of astragalus, and then wild bitter melon fruit extract. So that's a great one. So if you're listening to this list and you're like, where in the world do I get all these? We will link to all of them in the show notes. So it's super easy. If you want to play around with any of these, we um, will make that easy to find.
1: So just to pull this all together, of course, we want to look at your food sources, your diet, Are you consuming clean inputs because food is information for our body. It's information for our cells. Food is medicine or food really could be a poison. So we always, always, always want to start there. We want to make sure you're getting quality sleep. And then once you have all those lifestyle strategies, of course, do your exercise, move your body, (laughs) but the testing can really come in handy if you get stuck. So just to recap these test options, the Dutch test, which is going to look at cortisol, a great indication of your stress load. Is it acute stress? Is it chronic stress? Has your body just been fighting for a super long time? Second is sympathetic state. That's uh, the Dutch test is also going to show the relationship between the major sex hormones, estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, Um, lots of fun information in there that gets even more detailed. And then I would look always at your traditional blood chemistry so you can see, uh, see your minerals, your nutrients, see if there's any other underlying factors that could potentially be hindering your weight loss efforts. And then the organic acids test, especially because of those fatty acid oxidation markers that i mentioned, we want to make sure that you're getting that carnitine shuttle into the mitochondria so you can fat burn. Lots of things can get in our way here, but I think number one always is look at looking at stress. So I've worked with a lot of clients that they're like, "I'm eating so clean, I'm doing all the right things," but you know, a lot of them are moms running around, and I'm not a mom. <laughs> I don't really know how it goes, but your cells are always listening. Your cells know that you're under stress, and if your body's under stress, the only thing your body cares about is getting through the day. It's about survival. Fat loss is going to be the last thing that your body wants to do. So always coming back to stress reducing strategies like breath work, meditation, maybe just slowing down a hair, maybe taking that 10 minutes when you could be catching up on an email and just sitting and doing nothing. I think little, little things we can do to dial in the stress so that our efforts in the gym, in the kitchen can really, truly pay off. Yeah.
0: But I think keep in mind, weight loss happens when we are healthy. It's
1: a byproduct
0: of doing all the other healthy things we need to be doing anyways. Don't think you can like Mm, trick the body. You can't trick the body into that. So do all the basics first. Yes. That's great. Great. Well, we hope that all of these different supplements and nutrients give you some insight into some extra biohacks you can be doing on top of the basics that we know you're already doing every day. (laughs) Um, But thank you so much to everyone for writing in and telling us what you want to hear about. We love hearing from you all and your questions and topic requests. This is really, really helpful to help us drive the podcast and give you the information
1: that you're seeking. So thank you for that. As always, scroll down and check out the show notes, especially for today to learn more about these supplements. And you can always reach out to us with questions or contact us at biohackerbabes at gmail.com. All right. Thank you everyone for tuning in and we'll see you next time.